It's a little bit of a longer sicha with a bunch of details. In other words, we're going to explore the idea of machtes hashekel, both from the nigla perspective as well as from the perspective of chsedus. Many details will be woven together. And at the end, we have a beautiful tapestry with a much deeper and more comprehensive understanding of the Machtes HaShakel and a beautiful hero to us and to those Yidden that we are reaching out to be Makar of them to Yiddishkeit. This parasha tells us the mitzvah of Machtes HaShakel Zayitnu Kaloever Lapkudim Rashi brings it down as well. The Abishter extracted, he withdrew something like a fiery coin, a coin of fire, from under his holy throne. And he showed it to Meshach. This is what they shall give. Like this. Yitnu, they shall give the machtes hashekel, is like this coin. Now, this idea that Moshe needed help to understand certain things, we find this in other places as well. B'deimel similar to this. As the Rebbe said, Moshe gave his nadugma from the zach of Elcher, of Elcher, and had him angesagt, and Moshe, the Rebbe said, had to show Moshe an example of something that he was being commanded. Gefind me bakamba and yana, we find in various different things. Aleph number one is Kasha Moshe and Maisa Menorah. Moshe struggled with understanding the Menorah, how the Menorah to be made. Until the Abister showed him a Menorah made of fire. Bez, another example, Niskasha Moshe al Meodah Levana. Moshe struggled to understand the birth of the new moon. And Abister pointed out with his finger to Moshe Rabbeinu, the new moon in the sky. And he said, As you see it like this, this is how it shall be sanctified. This shall usher in the new month. Gimel, a third example, by Isr von Shratzim. When Moshe was being taught the different, various different Shratzim, uh, insects, reptiles, crawling animals, that are Tomei. It says, This for you is the Tomei. Say Chazal that the Abishter showed Moshe Rabbeinu the various different Shratzim to know which one is Tomei at which, and which kind of Tumah. And there are other cases as well, some of which are referred to in the Ha'ara. Is Nit Muvan? So now we have a basic question. By the other things we understand why the Abishter God Almighty had to show Moshe Rabbeinu the, the, an example of these things. Because they contain various details and complex uh, uh, imagery. The Menorah, for example, had goblets and uh, round ornaments and flower-shaped ornaments, and they all had to be chiseled out from one kikar, one piece of gold, and each of these ornaments, each of these uh, uh, decorations, uh, had to be in a specific place of the menorah. 
in sein spezieller Form, v'chulu, and in a specific form. Al derech zat ben by ben by meil de levanek you must listen genoi be'ezes shir tira teraya b'ti yeruiyu lekadesh. When it came to the to the moon, you had to know exactly. Genoi means exactly. In, uh, what size it is and where it should be positioned. Umizalvisna, as he says in the parentheses, Umizalvisna metavados, so does it delavana. First of all, you have to know for sure that it's the moon, not a piece of a cloud. And they would have to describe how it was positioned in the sky. The All the various details that the Gemara mentions when discussing how to interrogate the witnesses who came to say that they saw the Levada. So to the Shratzim, where not all of them had Moshe seen up, up close to know each Sheretz, what it looks like, and the differences between them. So up until here we understand each of these things is different, is unique, is original, is complex, and therefore Moshe needs a helping hand to be able to understand what it is. There's no difficulties here to know what it means. And we already find by Eliezer Ebed Avram that he used money in this specific or use something in this specific value, it says, that he took, uh, the, the, Eliezer took a gold nose ring that weighed a beka. And Rashi says, this beka uh, was a remez to the fact that the Yidden are going to use the shkolim also in the weight of a beka. So we see that, that, that this was already had been done before. So Hashem should have just commanded Moshe that they should be using a machsa shekel. What was what was necessary that the Eibister had to show Moshe a, a, coin, a coin of fire? Now, Tesis is Menaches is Masber. The Gemara lists the things that Moshe struggled with. The Menorah, Kiddush HaChedesh, and Shiratzim. But doesn't mention Machs HaShekel. So Tesis asks, why does the Gemara not mention Machs HaShekel? And answers, the Leishaya Chasam Niskasha. You can't say that Moshe was struggling with it. Moshe would have not known anything about it. He would have not known the amount. He would not have known what kind of coin to give. He would have known nothing. If you're talking about something that he knows, he just doesn't understand the details so well. You say Niskasha Moshe. But Menorah, Kiddush HaChedesh, and Shratzim, Moshe had some knowledge. He just didn't have enough. So he was struggling with it. So the Abish just showed it to him. But when Mach Tzashek also says Moshe knew nothing about it. And the Chedesh doesn't answer it verstandig. So how does that answer the question? What is the amount of Machs HaShekel? It's a Machs HaShekel. It's a Bekka Lagulgelis. Even if Moshe did not know, Moshe was far removed from Gashmias, he didn't know Tzudas Madbeya, he didn't know what a coin looks like. The Abraham could have specified it in words. What the size of it is, what the weight of it is, what to give. 
Noch mehr, even if you're going to tell me that to understand the exact amount of shekel, you have to see a physical, tangible example. Why did it have to be made of fire? It would have been more exact to show him an actual half shekel. Was Madav gave him a pearl, which actually had to be given. Shal Kesef, made out of silver. Just like when it came to the Levana and the Shratzim, the Avisa didn't show him a Levana of fire or Shratzim, Shratzim insects or creepy, creeping uh, uh, animals uh, uh, or, or reptiles. However, you're going to touch it in English, but the Abisha showed them the actual ones. He didn't show them made out of fire. So, first of all, what did Moshe not understand? If he didn't understand it, tell him. If you have to show it to him, show him the real one, made out of silver. Why does it have to be made out of fire? Now, parenthetically, those was the Abisha in Bavizanam now, by the Meir the Abishar did show him a, fa- a Meneira of fire. Not like the Levana and the Shratzim. But the Meneira was actually made of fire. Why? Since no Meneira existed yet. So he had no choice. He had to, show, he had to, he had to make one. To show it to him. And when the Abishar does something, he makes it out of fire. But well, you're talking about a coin that already has a, a size, already has a physical weight. What do you need? A fire. So that's our, our so that's our second question. Our first question is what was Moshe struggling with? Our second question is if Moshe was struggling, why not talk to him? And if you have to show it to him, why not show it to him in real life and not in fire? And now we come to another question. And this is going to be a question that there's another Teisvis, this time in Chulin, that seems to contradict this Teisvis that we just learned in the Menachas. Hanal from Teisvis and Menachas. Teisvis and Chulin answers this above-mentioned question. Of why Shekel is not mentioned in the list of things that Moshe struggled with, and Tesis in Chulin says something else. Says Hani, Moshe never had a problem with what the Machsa Shekel is. Moshe wondered what can a person give. That would redeem his soul. It says in the Pasuk, we're going to talk about this more in the near future, but it says, A person should give the redemption or the atonement for his soul. So Mesha wondered, how do you atone a soul? Atone for a soul. A coin of fire, and this answered Mesha's question. Seemingly, the two answers of Teisvis are contradictory answers. 
Later, the Menachas is Bemachsa Shekel, Melvin is Kasha Moshe. According to the Menachas, Bemachsa Shekel is even more than his Kasha Moshe. It wasn't just he struggled, it was beyond him. Moshe would have not known anything had Hashem not shown him the Matbeah Shalesh. But according to the Taste of Moshe did not have a question about the Machsa would have known the exact amount even without being shown the coin by the Abishter. And that's a totally separate reason why Hashem had to show him a coin. And that was because Moshe had a different question. So, in addition to not understanding the Taste of Menachas, why? Hashem would have to show Moshe Matveya Shaleish. We now have a, a steer within two tastes. Then one taste is Mashma that Moshe was beyond Niskasha. He had no idea what to give. And in another tastes, it seems that Moshe understood this Machsa Shekel very well. He had a totally different question. How do you give a Kaifer Nafsha? So which one is it? Did Moshe know what the Machsa Shekel was? Or did he not know what the Machsa Shekel was? So we're holding Ois base. In Ois base, we're, 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 we're going to start with the words, Behektim Levire. We're, we're starting our answer. But before we can start our answer, we're going to introduce our Rambam, where the Rambam speaks about Machtsa Shekel. And we're going to have a question on the Rambam. So we're not yet ready for the beer, for the, for the, for the answer. I mean, that's why staying back in the virus, but the Ramam is about the mitzvah and this is We'll understand this by first introducing and explaining what the Ramam says. But mitzvah machsa shakel, he says like this: Atzivui, this is the command. Shenis tavinu, this is in Sefer Hamitzvahs, which we were commanded. Litein machsa shakel v'chol shana to give a half a shakel every year. For who amra yisalem? This is what the Eibister said: V'nosnu ish kaifer nafshi that each man should give the atonement for his soul. V'omar, and the pasuk also says zayit. So the, so, so the Rambam brings the mitzvah of Machsa Shekel and brings two psukim to support it. Why does the Rambam have to bring two psukim? And why does he not suffice with the Pasuk Zayitnu? Ubifrat, as the tzivuy of Nesinus Machsa Shekel, Shedavke in the Pasuk Zayitnu, Kolaever Lapkud Machsa Shekel, especially since. The actual command, to, the actual mitzvah, to bring a half a shekel is in the pasuk of Zayitnu, which continues Zayitnu kolayver alapkodim machzas hashekel. Da kagin, on the other hand, in pasuk v'nosnu yishkei for navshay v'niter mont v'gendem etz a mitzvah in the sinus machzas hashekel. In the pasuk that a person should give the atonement for his soul, the machzas hashekel does not get mentioned. Nor. As Oib Kisas raised by Israel, it's just that if you will count the heads of the Yidden, is Vinostnu Akefer Nafshe, they should give a atonement for their soul. That there should not be a Magefa, a epidemic, a, a plague when they are being counted. Later, the Chacham explained to us that, that, that what, what you give for Akefer Nafshe is a Machsah Shekel, but the Pasik doesn't mention it. So why does the Rambam mention two separate sukkim, especially one that doesn't even say Macht Sashekel explicitly in the Pasuk? So this is really our fourth question. Question one is, what was Moshe's question? Question two was on the Tesis of Menachas. Why can't the Abishter answer the question, Bedibur, or at least with a real coin and not a coin of fire? 
Question three was the stira in the two tasteism that one tasteism in Menachas implies that Moshe knew very little about the Machas HaShekel. And Tasis in Chulin uh, 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 implies that Moshe knew exactly about the Machas HaShekel. He just didn't know how to do Kefir Nafshei. And now our fourth question is on the Rambam, why the Rambam mentions Tupsukim. Is there beer buzzer? So Eis Gimel is going to begin the explanation. We have, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to explore the mitzvah of Machtas HaShekel, how to do it properly, and what the various requirements requirements represent. In the mitzvah of Nitzinah's Machtas HaShekel, there are two laws, two halachic requirements when it comes to Machtas HaShekel. Aleph, number one, is the design an ein molek in Nitzinah, and has to be given in one shot. You can't give it in installments. Today, one installment, tomorrow, another installment. It has to be given in one shot. You have to give at one time. But it doesn't yet say that it has, how you give it. I might think that you can give it, let's say if it's a half a dollar, and you're giving, you can give five dimes. So Bayes, the second detail, the second requirement is It has to be a coin that is a half a shekel of silver. And certainly certainly not a, a, something that, a piece of silver or something of silver that is of the value of a half shekel. So number one, it has to be given in one time. You can't give it in installments. Number two, it has to be one coin and not an accumulation of a number of coins. Certainly not a non-coin that carries the value of a half a shekel. It has to be a coin that is a half a shekel. Now, Now, although later in the Sikha we're going to talk about Kapora again, but the next little bit, until the end of Ois Gimel, we're going to sort of go off, the, away from the flow of the Sicha, and we're going to discuss the idea that Machs HaShekel is a Kapara, and, that, and, and, and various different forms of Kapara, and that's why it has to be given in one shot, and you can't give it in installments. So, before we continue to, to, to understand how the Rambam uh, uh, why the Ramam has two psukim and how this connects to our Tesvesin, we're going to discuss this idea of the fact that when you give Machs shekel, it has to be given in one shot, in meaning to say without, uh, in, in one time, not in installments. And why? The fact that the Ramam says here that you have to give it in one time, we didn't yet quote the Rambam. We, we will quote the Ramam later where he says, um, I don't remember exactly. I don't have the, the sources in front of me. Um, okay, we'll get to it. But the Ramam says that it has to be given in one time. Is Masber the Ragachover? The Ragachover explains that Tam, the reason why it has to be given in one time, as the Nisinus Machs Ashekel at Adin Funa Korban. The Machtsa Shekel has the same din, the same 
uh, uh, idea as a carbon. Unas is together from kapara and it is in the same category as an atonement. Un by kapara When it comes to kapara, you cannot give a partial, a half gift. And he brings here a proof in the Gemara Zok Benagia Gezel Ager. The Gemara talks about Gezel Ager. If somebody stole from a ger, you have a mitzvah to return it. If return, whoever you stole from, you have to return. Problem is, is that if you stole from a regular a yid, a yid who was born a yid, then even if the yid dies, you can always find a relative, a, 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 a brother, a son, a brother, an uncle, a cousin, a second cousin. But if a, if you stole from a ger, the halacha is that a ger doesn't have any kreivim, any relatives from before he was nizgayet, from before he became a ger. So if he, let's say he didn't marry and he didn't have kids, and then he died, so the, who, who do you give it back to? So the halacha is that you have to give it back to a koyin. So the Gemara says, that if you did give it back to the koyin, but chatzoyin, only part of the, the, the thing you stole, and then the next day you want to give it back, you want to give it back, you were not yetzer, the mitzvah of giving it back. What My time, why? Because the Torah refers to this, uh, 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 giving the back the, the thing you stole to a koyin, refers to it as an asham, as a guilt offering, as a carbon that you're giving to be mechaper on the avera that you did, and an asham can't be given lachatsoyin. So from this we see that a kapara cannot be done, lachatsoyin cannot be done in a partial gift, and therefore since machtsa shekel is like a carbon and is a kapara, therefore it cannot be given in installments. Now, since we're on this topic, that the machtsa shekel is a kapara, we're going to continue on this topic and explore this idea of kapara. In them, as does is an inyan for carbon the kapara came and learned enough to say found this idea that machtsa shekel is a carbon and kapara. We can see it in two ways. Aleph, they're gathered a kapara for machtsa shekel, but state in them. That the fact that the machtsa shekel is considered a kapara is because it consists from the, it's made up of the fact that because, that through the machtsa shekel we're going to be buying karbonis, tzibur, the communal sacrifices for the duration of the year. And those sacrifices were for the purpose of kapara. So the machtsa shekel is a means to an end. And since ultimately the end is kapara, therefore also the machtsa shekel is considered a kapara. Bayes, another way of looking at it, the etzem nesine from machtsa shekel is an inyan from kapara karben yachet. The very giving of the machtsa shekel, regardless of what it's going to be used for, is considered a kapara like a karben yachet. Like the individual who gives the half shekel is giving a carbon for himself, regardless of what's going to be done with it. And that's why it's a kapara. So there's two ways of looking at it. And now to take this a little bit deeper, we can add that, that why the machtsa shekel is a kapara. If it's a kapara because it leads to the purchase of karbonas tzibur, which are kapara, or inherently it is a kapara, like a carbon yachid, is actually a machlekes of Rashi and Rambam. 
Rashi is mifarish v'aleis the truma nemar lechaper al nafshe seichem. Rashi says that that truma the machsa shekel it says lechaper al nafshe seichem to atone for your for your soul. Shehakarbonis lekaporehim boim that the karbonis are coming to atone for our sins. As by in other words, Rashi saying as by the truma for machsa shekel state lechaper al nafshe seichem loshin rabbi to say that kaporaf and sibur. That it's being that it says it in in the plural that it's something that is being mechaper al nafshas seichem on the community on the collective people. Heyus as does very ginutz for karbonis sibur because the machzah shekel is going to be used for their karbonis vazeirin is kapara and the and the purpose of karbonis is kapara. So Rashi says pretty clearly that it says mechaper al nafshas seichem lashen rabim. Because it's referring to the Garbonis Tzibur, which are the Chapara. So we see that the reason why Machsa Shekel is the Chapara is because it's being used for Garbonis. The Rambam ever learned that the Rambam doesn't use, learn it from the Chapara Nafshe Seichem. He uses it from the words Kaifer Nafshoi. His, his soul. Which is being written not in the plural, but in the single tense. It's made the kapara from Karbonis Tzibur, nor as does hot dem din korbim bifnei atzmei, then it's in the gufa, it's a gada kapara. So according to the Rambam, it seems that the machsa shekel itself is a korbin, and therefore has, goes into the category of a kapara. V'yesh lo'imar. So we're still on this, we veered off a little bit from the flow of the sicha. And we're still on this idea of kapara. So let's just remember where we're at. We introduced that there's two ideas in machsa shekel. Number one, it has to be given in one time. Number two, it has to be given in one coin. The fact that it has to be given in one time, we explained according to the Raga Chavar, is because it's a kapara. In kapara, we said there's two categories. There's two ways of looking at it. Either it's a kapara because, of, because with it, we buy karbonis tzibur, or it's the very giving of itself is the kapara, like a carbon yachid. We then said that these two approaches, according to Rashi, the, the idea is, is the tzibur here, because it's about the Karbanis tzibur. According to the Ramam, he says, he uses the Pasik, which is a Lashon Yachid, because he sees, it, he sees it as a Karbin Yachid. Now let's take this Abisa Latifer. Now we've uh, created a machlek is Rashi and Rambam. This will now help us understand another aspect, another differentiation between Rashi and Rambam. The das Rashi darf me mechavin zayin b'shaster nesine for machzah shekel as megitos to leave the korban esibur. According to Rashi, a person has to have in mind that when he's giving it, he's giving it for the korban esibur. This is. Referred to in a Rashi in the Ramaschal, the Rabbis, and Menachis, Nun Beis, where over there the Rashi says, Ah, he didn't have Kavana for it. Nevertheless, the Pasuk, the Pasuk includes it. From the fact that Rashi says that, he, that he, he didn't have Kavana implies that regularly a person should have Kavana for the Kavana's Tzibur. Obviously, because Rashi holds that the whole purpose, the whole, the whole reason that the Maksa Shekel is a Kapara is because of the Kabbalah Sibur that are coming from it. So therefore, when you're giving it, you have to have in mind that you're going to use it for Kabbalah Sibur, or it's going to be used for Kabbalah Sibur. For Rambam, it is Mashmah, that's the Bazundarinim. From Rambam, 
it is implied that it's actually two separate things. The fact that it's a, that the person is giving it, and the fact that it's going to ultimately be used for kapana sibur is two different things. How do we see this? Number one, we says muhach von dem was an ersten perik in ilchus shkalim. Retter bloys that in the mitzvah mitzvah und dem oifen von the sinus machs hashekam. In the first perik of ilchus shkalim, in other words, the previous quote from the Rambam was from sefer hamitzvahs. Now we're looking at the Rambam in Mishnah Torah in ilchus shkalim. And over there, he mentions the mitzvah of machzah shekel and how it must be done. And unezotnit as we bow with darf makrev zayn karbonis tzibur mitrumach adosha. The river is a mitzvah esem in atera litn kolish mi yisrael machzah shekel b'chosana v'shana. He doesn't say that because you have to have new uh, uh, monies coming in, therefore you have to do machzah shekel each year. In this first Perik of Shkalim, not only he doesn't, uh, uh, he doesn't, he, not only he, does he focus on the actual giving of the Shkalim, he doesn't mention that we're going to even, that, that we're going to buy Karbanis Sibur from this. And then if you look further in Perik Dalit of Hilchah Shkalim, when he is about to introduce the fact that the machzah shekel is going to be used to purchase the karbanis tzibur, he starts it as if it's an entirely different topic. And what does he say? Trumas alishka mayasaba. Trumas alishka is the coffers of hektish that were uh, uh, supported by the machzah shekel. So he says, what do I do with the trumas alishka? I mean, you were just talking about machzah shekel for three prakim. Why do you all of a sudden mayasaba? And he answers, You buy the tmidim, the daily uh, carbon tamids, and the carbon musaf, and all the kabbana sibur. And, and he seems to, to introduce it as a totally new detail that was irrelevant until now. Comes out that when you're giving the machza shekel, it's not relevant that it is for the kabbalah sibur. Nor is this a din korbin v'kapore v'fneiatzmen. This is a separate din. Unto asvas lepeil kepen the kabbalah sibur matrumas alishka machza shekel. And the fact that ultimately you, we will be buying kabbalah sibur with it is as a bazund in inyafazich. It's a separate idea and not related to the actual giving of the machza shekel. So, so not only does Durashi and Rambam argue. On why the kapara, why the machta shekel is a kapara, but it actually has a relevance that according to Rashi you have to have in mind the karbanis sibur, and according to the Ravam you don't. They seem to be two totally different things. Okay. So now let's go back to what we we're talking about in the beginning of Eisbeis, where we introduced the fact that there's two in Yonim and machta shekel, one that it has to be given in one time, and two that it has to be given in one coin, and now we're going to use that to explain. To us, why the Ram uses Tupsuk. I use that. Pisa is moving their time. Because the Rambam brings in Sefer Amitzvah's Beit of Sukkim Anal. Now we understand the reason why in Sefer Amitzvah's, the Rambam brings both Sukkim. Because in each of the psukim, we are learning another element within the mitzvah of giving machzah shekel. From the nos, we learn 
that giving a machzah shekel is the union of kapara, uh, uh, an idea of atonement, just like a carbon, and therefore it has to be given in one time. From Zayitnu, from the other pasuk, because Zayitnu was their lashon zeba vayistav and the sinu from Ein Zach zeh this. It shows that you're giving one item. Megita, we learn from that that Megitem nit al saschum v'tziru from sen bazum denegeda. You don't give it as a cumulative uh, gift of ten separate geda. And then one might think that you can give it in different uh, uh, installments. There else eight machts a shekel. It has to be given as one half shekel. It has to, it's, a, it's a core measurement, not a cumulative measurement. In other words, when you say a half a shekel, it's one item, it's one core item. It's not cumulative of a number of different, of, of if, it was, if it was in, uh, in U.S. currency, I would say five dimes. In the currency of the shekel, it would be ten geta. So the Rambam is telling us, Two different psukim to tell us two different things from the pasuk. Kaifer nafshay, it's a carbon, and therefore it has to be given in one time. From the pasuk zayitnu, it seems like it's one thing; it has to be given in one coin. So from this, that comes out these two dinim. In other words, he's going to say the same thing, but in other asiyas. Adin and the nesinah b'shaychasum gavra. One is relevant to the individual person doing the mitzvah. And another din in the object of the machzah shekel. From the they should give. Each person should give the, the atonement for his soul. We know the din in the person. That he has to give it in one shot and not in installments, not in parts. This should be given. The thing itself should be given. So we learn something about the object of the machzah shekel. As the chiyuv is zayitnu, the mitzius from the machzah shekel. The chiyuv is they should give the the entity of a machzah shekel a madbeya. In other words, not a a, a a money that accumulates the machzah shekel, but something that is actually a machzah shekel. A coin that is a machzah shekel and not money that it weighs or uh, accumulates to a half shekel. Very quickly in the, in the brackets. This actually is uh, uh, specified and emphasized in the words of the Rambam where he says in the end of the Rambam, in the end of the halacha, he says, All as one. In one time. So he's focusing on both. Mikudus. That has to be given as one thing. As one coin. And it has to be given in one time. Even though technically. Once it says kulik achas. Then obviously bepamachas. It's only if you say bepamachas first. That you might think it's bepamachas. But not kulik achas. But nevertheless. It's, it, 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 since there's two details. The Rambam alludes to both of them by saying, and I alludes, he's madgish, he emphasizes both of them by saying, Kulik achas and Bepamachas. So, so far, we've answered the question why the Rambam uses Tupsukim. The Rambam uses Tupsukim because since there's two aspects, two, two requirements within Machsa Shekel, and the two Psukim represent those two different aspects. Now, based on what we said over here specifically, 
the detail that the Zayitnu is the Hefze of the Mitzvah that has to be done as a one Mitzvah, as one entity, a Madbeya, a coin of half shekel. Now we'll understand how the Zayitnu leads us to the Madbeya Shalish. Now we understand why, the, now the, based on the fact that we were just learned that the Zayitnu is teaching me that it has to be one Hefta, one Matbeya of a Machsa Shekel. Now we can understand how we get from Zayitnu to this Pirush that the Abister withdrew. A matbeya shall eish a coin of fire from under his holy throne. and showed it to Moshe. Zayitnu He said, "This is what they shall give." And it also can answer to us the reason why the Abister had to show him specifically a coin of fire. And he says as follows: The difference between we know that the Abister created the world of four elements. Wind, water, dirt, and, and, and fire. The difference between fire and the other elements in creation, the other materials of creation, is the other materials, such as wind, water, and dirt, their camels are measured by their quantity. How much space they take up? Or in value. They're must in gasmistic and shetach. You, you measure them by their physical space. If they take up two feet, three feet, an acre, other in or their value, how much they cost. Even in wind, wind is measured by speed, miles per hour. In other words, you're measuring how fast the wind is moving, which is being measured in, 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 in based on space, based on speed and space, time and space. Aish. Fire is not measured by how much space it takes. And it's not limited to a specific space. Fire is more seen in its quality than its quantity. Even a small little bit of fire could spread and, and, and make a huge fire. So, so other elements of creation, other materials of creation are measured quantitatively. Fire is measured qualitatively. If the Abister had shown Moshe Rabbeinu a half a shekel made out of silver, not fire, it wouldn't have been clear to Moshe what are the parameters of the mitzvah and what do the Yidden have to submit. Is it enough that a person should give the value of a half a shekel? And because of that, you can give whatever you want. Abidas is vert, a machsa shekel, as long as it has the value of a half shekel. It has to be money according to the value, to the weight of a machsa shekel. Or it has to be specifically a coin, which is a machta shekel kesef. In other words, if the Abishter showed Moshe, says this is a silver coin. It still doesn't tell me 
are you telling me that it has to be a coin? Are you telling me that it has to be a machsas a shekel? Are you telling me that it has to be silver? Or maybe I can give something that, that's of, of value that'll match a half a shekel kesef. Maybe I can give a bunch of coins that'll add up to a half a shekel. And therefore, the Avishter showed Moshe Rabbeinu a coin of fire as the mitzvah is niti kamos. Because the mitzvah is not measured quantitatively. The shavius or the rafilu kesef b'mishko for the machzah shekel. We're not talking about value. We're not talking about money that weighs a half a shekel. Nor the zachgufa. We're showing you fire. Something that is beyond weight. Something that is beyond quantity. The thing itself has to be given. The mitzvahs from the matbeya machzah shekel will have to be an actual entity of a half shekel, a half shekel coin. Thus says, need to get a mitzvah is given a mishkol kesef in erech for machzah shekel. The parameters of the mitzvah are not that you have to give the weight of silver that add up to a machzah shekel. Uluchol ha'yeser is as a night study as the kesef that's a mitzvah matbeya. And there's a side thing that it's best if you give it in the shape of a coin. The dos is the geder mitzvah. The structure, the parameters of the mitzvah is zayitnu geben di matbeya to give specifically this coin machzah shekel. And this is expressed specifically in a coin coin of fire. Because fire, like we said before, is not measured by weight or value. It's just the very definition, it's the very thing that it's fire. Obviously you can't give coin of fire, it doesn't exist. So when it says it means find what is unique about the coin of fire. As it is reflected in a, sil- in a silver coin. What is unique about the coin of fire? The fact that it's not, we don't, we're not looking at weight or value. We're looking at the actual coin itself at the Eichus. And you do the Eichus in Kesef, in silver. So now... We've answered why the Ramam uses two psukim. We've also answered why the connection between Zayitnu and the Matbeya Shalesh. That once we understand that Zayitnu is that it has to be Dafka Matbeya Shalesh, now we understand why the Abishta had to show it to him in the Matbeya Shalesh. Our, our, our initial question was why wasn't it enough to show him, to show Moshe Rabbeinu, to tell him. You know, you know, to give him a to give to do machzah shekel or to show him a mevayshel kesef. The answer is because Moshe would have still been confused, <clears throat> not knowing these details that we just introduced. That it has to be has to be actually a matbeya of a machzah shekel. Now we're going to go back to the tesis in Chulin and the tesis in Menachos. Once we introduced that the Machtza Shekel is made up of two requirements, then the two uh, answers of Tesfis are addressing the two details within Machtza Shekel. In Menachez Ok Tesfis, in the Tesvis and Menaches, Tesvis says Tesvis would not have known what to give, what coin to give. 
If had the Abish are not shown it to him, then the Abish advised him that Amadvea Shalesh, Volt Mesha, Nid Givus, Nit nor Niskasha, not only would have struggled with it, but he would have not known anything about it. Them Din as a Darzain Zayitnu. He wouldn't have known the Din that it should be this. The condition within the Chavtza that it has to be specifically a Madbeya of Machsa Shekel. So in the Tesis of Menachas, he's addressing this, this, this detail that Moshe needed to know that it has to be a Madbeya of Machsa Shekel. And therefore he says, otherwise Moshe would have not known anything. And Dafkin Madbeya shall Eish explain to Moshe that it has to be Zayitnu, the coin, exactly a Machsa Shekel. In Chulin Zaktesvis, as Meshus Tmiya is given in the Nesina from Gavre, Chulin Tesis is addressing the other aspect of the of the Machzas Shekel. The fact that the Gavre is giving a Machzas Shekel, he's giving a Kapara. He has to give it in one time because this is Kapara. How could a coin become a Kefir Nafsoi, an atonement for his Neshama, for his Nefesh, if it's not a Karbin? So then what's the answer? According to the thesis in Menachas, that Moshe's question, Moshe had no idea what to give. And the Matbeya Shal Eish showed Moshe Rabbeinu that Zayitnu has to be a Matbeya Machzah Shekel. We now understand what was Moshe's uh, trouble. What, what, what would Moshe not have understood? And we understand how the Matbeya Shal Eish answers it because Eish is not, is not weighed or measured uh, 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 quantitatively, and therefore, when Hashem wants to tell him that it has to be a zayitnu, he tells him, he shows him a beishalish. But according to the Tezas in Chulin, that the question of Moshe Rabbeinu was, how could this be a koifer nafshoi if it's not a korban? How does the beishalish answer it? And for that, we have to go to Siv Zayin. Lay them. As it be, if Moshe Kvirs at Eishes Chulin is given the farvas, he does not know that as Machtz Hashekel is a korban. So, according to this, Moshe's question was that he did not know that the Machtz Hashekel is a korban, and therefore he was wondering how could this be kaifer nafshai if it's not a korban? Kumtois as does vaserei yomad beishaleish. This, therefore, we must conclude that when the Eibister showed him the coin of fire, he's given nit nor to meidias and them gather a mitzvah in chefza for machza shekel. So, therefore, when the Eibister showed Moshe the coin, it wasn't just to teach him the parameters of the mitzvah of the chefza, the object of the mitzvah that it has to be given as a coin of machza shekel. Nor eich alza hasbara. It also has to explain to us the Matbeya Shal Eish has to answer Moshe's question. It has to explain to us how is the Machzah Sashekel a carbon for the governor, for the person. The beer bosom. In Kaporas and in Dotsveinyon. In Kapora, there are two details. And now, this is somewhat consistent with the two details we had before in Kapora. Before we said that one aspect of Kapora is that it leads, is because we're buying, we're, we're buying Karbonus Sibir with it. The other aspect of the Kapora is because is that it's in Yubifneatsma, it's its own thing, that it's like a carbon. So we're gonna see, we're gonna see those those two ideas reflect here as well. 
In Kapodos, in the Tzvein Yonim, Aleph, Kapodos, Durch Kapodos. One way that you could do Kapodos through Kapodos, Lechaper al Nafshe Seichem. And Beis, Kaifer Nafshe. Now, this is not referring to the actual Machsa Shekel that is through the Kapodos. Saying, generally speaking, when we say a Kapodos, there's two ways for a person to find Kapodos. One is by giving a carbon. And one is to do something that's a kaifer nafshay, that is something that is deeper for the person's nefesh. Kapara, and it's going to explain the difference. Kapara, they are karbonis main to be detached from kapara, fargebung. Kapara through karbonis means to forgive, to be forgiven, atoned. As a svert fargeben on arab kunum de tumasachet. That he's forgiven, and therefore the defilement, the contamination that came from the chait, from the sin, is removed. However, Koifer Nafshay is Nitkin Inyu from the Rapnem and Demchet. Koifer Nafshay is not just about removing the stain of the sin. Nor Koifer Oislezung from Nefesh. Koifer means to redeem the soul. Thus, he is their Midvet Ufkiton as the Nefesh Vet Farbitten. This replaces the soul or transforms the soul. Ubemele Vet Uskilaz to the Anayimixius. And therefore, he becomes redeemed because he's a new person. Kapara is still the same person, but he was cleansed. The dirt was removed. Kaifer nafshu means he becomes a new person. Which, and again, we're going a little bit off the topic here. Which these two ideas we find with regards to any kind of tara. Tara of any tumah. Aleph, there's tefillah b'mayim, nemter of the tumah. Number one, when you immerse something, it becomes tummy, you dip it in water, you immerse it in water, it removes the tumah. Beis, we find tefillah b'eish. Something is immersed in, fi in fire. But the Gemara Zot is iket tefillusu b'nura. The Gemara in Sanhedrin asks over there, is it possible to dip something in fire? And the Gemara has a sakert. The main tefillah is in fire. Is techana, when you dip something in fire, when you immerse it, when you're toivel it in fire, its purpose is it's not to remove the tumah. But, but it's mimicking the impact of fire, literally. Which when you take a vessel and you put it into the kiln, it comes like a new vessel. And that's why a klicheres, for example, that has to be broken, it, it can't, you can't demetire it, but you could put it into back into the kiln and remake it as a keli and it becomes tamay, it becomes toy. So when you, you do tevila be'esh, you are not just removing the dirt, you're creating a new entity. And this is the difference between karbonus Generally speaking, and the kaifer nafshe that is accomplished through machsa shekel. The kaban is an bechlal mechaper of shgogus. The kaban is generally speaking could forgive, could atone for avedis uh, 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 that were done not deliberately. Even if it will atone for a deliberate uh, a sin, it will not atone for those sins for which a person would be chayiv kares or Mrs. Bezdin. In the sinner for machza shekel, however, but when a person gives machza shekel, it goes much further than karbonus. Is in yonal derech misses against the merchant mall, so mechapras ein of chete egel. Just like the first time, the machza shekel was to atone for the sin of the golden calf. 
which actually affects the very life of the person, because it is a death penalty. So too, whenever you give a machza shekel, you go, you you reach deep to your very life. When the deriber does an kofer nafsei, and therefore it has to be the redemption of the soul as a zolder and aimitzias, that it should become a new entity. When oichdos that the rebbe says megala given to chvayis nimamat peyashalish, and this idea that you, that 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 the, that, that the machza shekel is not just cleansing the person, but is transforming the person, this was also shown to Moshe through the fiery coin. As the kapot of machzah shekel is techan ha'zevi t'tzilu be'ez, that the machzah shekel is the, the atonement through the, by the, the atonement of the machzah shekel is like the immersion in fire as his peyel, as his verta metzies chadasha, it affects that the person becomes a new person, a new entity. And this is in the Tesis in Chulin, where Tesis says that Moshe was wondering, how could it be Kaifer Nafshay? This is the answer to Moshe's question. But we're talking about something that is reaching a whole new level of the person. It's transforming the person, and therefore, therefore, the person could be forgiven, could be atoned for, because it's redeeming his soul. And now, as he says in the in, in the second half of Aura sixty eight, he didn't yet explain how the machtes hashekel is how is it fire and how does it create this koyfer nafshay. So we understand that somehow the, the, the Moshe's question is answered that because it's a koyfer nafshay, it's a redemption of the soul, and therefore it could. It could it could work to 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 uh, uh, atone for the person's nisham, person's nefesh. But we still have to, and later and deeper into the sicha, we are going to address that. But I'm just acknowledging that that question wasn't answered yet. We, 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 the nakuda was addressed, but we still have to go deeper into it. And that's what we're going to do now. In order to understand, in order to understand this nekuda, the connection of Eish and Kapora, we have to understand another aspect within the what, what the Eish showed Moshe Rabbeinu. We're going to focus now on the fact that even though the Ebi Shoshodim Eish, it was Mishkola Machza Shekel. It weighed a half a shekel, which is, which is a, 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 a miracle within a miracle. On the one hand, we just explained at length that Eish doesn't have weight. Eish is not measured by its weight. Yet the Ebi Shoshodim Matbeah Eish, which is miracle number one, and within that, the, 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 the Matbeya actually weighed a half a shekel. And we're going to try to uh, decipher the message of the fusion of, on the one hand, it being a matbeya shel eish, and on the other hand, having a mishkal, having a weight. Even though that the fact David showed Moshe matbeya shel eish was for the purpose. Of showing Moshe Rabbeinu that Machsa Shekel is not about weight 
or value, but it has to be an actual half-shekel coin, as was explained at length in the past. Nashi nevertheless tells us that the, 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 the coin of fire had the weight of a machsa shekel. As, and to quote Rashi, for the fact that David did a miracle within a miracle. Not only was a coin of fire, but the coin of fire that had weight is Mukhachas Echin de Prat von Mishkal, the Rebbe Shemechad is given an Indian by Moshin. We must say that also this detail of the weight, the Abishter was introducing something to Moshin. If not for the fact that the Abishter showed Moshin a coin of fire that actually had weight, there was another thing that Moshin would not have known. In Andere Werther, in the Nesin of Machs Sashekel is Negea Nitno de Etzem at Beashalesh. In other words, the machsa shekel is not only that it doesn't have to be a coin of fire, it has to be a coin of fire that has weight. So what's the connection? What's the connection? And what is the significance? What is the message to Moshe Rabbeinu in the fact that the coin has to have weight? And we're going to have to step another step back before we get back in. So let's just stop for a moment to make sure that we, that we understand what we're holding. We introduce the fact that there's two details to Machat Sashekel. Number one, it has to be given in one shot because it's a kapara, and like, like a carbon, and therefore it has to be done in one time. And it also has to be given in one coin. The fact that it has to be given in one coin, we learned from Zayitnu. The fact that it has to be, the fact that it's a kapara, <coughs> excuse me, and therefore has to be given in one time, is learned from v'nosnu ish koifer nafshay. Which basically means that the two psukim, v'nosnu ish koifer nafshay is talking about the gavra, that the person cannot give it lachatsa and cannot give it in installments. And zayitnu is talking about the chefza, the object of the coin, that it has to be a machtis hashakam. That's why the Ramam uses the two expressions, because he's referring to these two details. It has to be given in one time and in one coin. The fact that it says it has to be done in one time because it's a kapara, Taisus and Chulon addresses that and says that Moshe wondered, how could it be a kapara? The fact that it says Zayitnu, that it has to be given in, in exactly Machs HaShekel, Taisus says Moshe would never have known that, if not for the fact that it was Matveya Shalesh. So the fact that there was a Matbeya Shalesh told Moshe Rabbeinu that it has to be given, not, it's, not by, it's not about the weight, it's not about the, the, it's not about the weight, it's not about the, the, the value, it's about the coin. It has to be a Machsa Shekel coin. And, and from the fact that, and, and to, to the Tesis and Chulin, that, that Moshe was bothered by Kaifer Nafshay, the Abishter answered that, even even though it's not a carbon like a like, like a regular carbon, but it has the ability to immerse the person in fire and redeem his soul and make him into a new entity. But we have to understand what that means. What does it mean that through the Matveya Shalesh a person becomes a new person? So in order to understand this, we introduce the fact that Meshir Abenu, that the Abishar showed Meshir Abenu, the Aish, 
but it also had a mishkal. It also had weight, which is a very tangible physical element within a fire, coin of fire, which is totally spiritual. And now we're going to introduce one more detail that'll help us bring it together. That when does verstehen, so now we have to understand the connection, the, 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 this Ish and Mishkal fusion. We have to understand what message was this to Moshe Rabbeinu, and that's how we'll understand how it could be so we're going to introduce this idea that this Moshe's question, what could a person give that would atone for his soul? Which because of that question, Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu a coin of fire, is Mekoida in Medrash. This idea it, its source is in the Medrash. Undart is mevur ados v'nasnu kefir nafshei. This idea, this thing that Avisha said kefir nafshei, and Moshe wondered, how can you give kefir nafshei? Is given enough from the dry zachin. It's three. It's one of three things. Shasham Moshe mipi agvura that Moshe heard from Hashem v'nivhal v'nirta la'achirav, and he was stunned. He was he, he was shocked, and he retreated backwards. And the Medrash says. When the commanded who can give enough Karbanis to the Abishter? If we bring all of the animals in the field, it won't be enough for the Abishter. Hashem said, I'm not asking on my terms, I'm asking on their terms. You don't have to give what's enough for me, you have to give what's good for you. What works for you? When David said to Moshe, "Make for me a mikdash, a sanctuary, and I will dwell there," who can Moshe said, "Who can make a mikdash that David should dwell in it?" The greatest heavens, the highest heavens, cannot contain Hashem. So Moshe Rabbeinu answered, I'm not asking you to fit me on my level, on my terms. I'm asking you to do something on your terms. Is it move on? So now we have a question on this third thing. Since Moshe already knew this idea that the Abishter is only demanding things from the Yidden that are on their level. Why was he so shocked? And why was he so confused by the words of Moshe Rabbeinu? What's the question? You'll give him Adveya, you give him Adveya, Max Sashek, and this will atone for your soul. All the money in the world is not going to buy off the Abishter. But the Abishter doesn't want all the money in the world. The Abishter wants something that's coming from us. We can't answer. That Moshe's Abena's question was specifically because here we were asking to be forgiven for the Chet Egel, which affects the very definition of the person. It's a Chiyuv Misa, like we said before in the Sicha. We already find that the Abishter told Moshe that it's possible to be forgiven for this. Because in the Yimei Amiluim, the Abishter told Moshe Rabbeinu to take a part, to take a cow and, and offer it uh, as a carbon to atone for the sin of the golden calf, which was a calf which was from the family of the part. 
So it's the problem that Moshe has here is not the fact that it's a Chet Egel. So what was Moshe's problem? Why was Moshe so shocked? How are you going to give a Kaifer Nafshay if Moshe already knows that the Abishter is only Mavakis Lifikoychon of the Yidden is only asking on the, uh, for something that is on the terms of the Yidden? So the is the beard in them. So the explanation is as follows. But the Mishkan is verstandig as das was Yidden of Gitanis Ben Lifikoychon. By the building of the Mishkan, it's understood that what the Yidden did was on their level. Because their participation was with the generosity of their heart. As the Pasik says, Every person whose heart will be generous. Everyone who's gen every benevolent heart should bring it. So too by the poor, the, 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 the cow that was brought uh, in the Yimei Amiluim as an atonement for the Cheta Egel. Also, it was on their level. Well, by carbon is a din as Yaakov is let's say, because the din by a carbon is that it has to be done willingly by the person. And the fact that the donor has to be willing to give it, he does madgish as a zizlifikaychan. In demidokaychan shal Yisrael, the yid who's bringing it, who's doing it, is involved in it. He wants to do it, and therefore this is on his terms. But here's Moshe's problem. By Shekel, it was a must. It wasn't optional. It wasn't just for the generous of the heart. Every single yid had to do Machsa Shekel. See if he'll yet other need whether he wants to or not. In addition to that, the din is that we coerce the person to give. And someone who doesn't give, we exact it from him. We force him to give it even with a mashkin. We take a collateral against his will. We might even take his garment. Which means that as much as he goes kicking and screaming, he doesn't want to give, we will force him to give it. We're going to ask him a question. So Moshe's question is going to be, if you're forcing him to give it, then, then, then what does it mean? It's on his terms. His terms are to not give it. How can you atone for something? How can you use something to atone for yourself if you're against giving it in the first place? And we'll get to that question in a minute. We just have to go through the brackets here. Even though also my carbonus says a din that we coerce the person. By carbonus the din is that we give it we, we force him until he says, ani, until, he, until he says, I'm willing. Even though on the external level, it is a forced saying, ani, I want. Nevertheless, it's still true. Because in the depth of his soul, every yid wants to fulfill the Rasm of Hashem. Like the Ramam says, in Hilchas Gitten, that really a yid wants to do the mitzvahs and he wants to stay away from Avedis. But his yid's the talkway. His yid's heart is too strong for him. But it's not, it's not who he is. Really, who he is is a person who wants to do mitzvahs. So therefore, by Karbanis, we say, we coerce the person until he says, I'm willing. And that I'm willing is reflective of his the depth of his soul, which is willing. We don't find that by Machsa Shekel the Yidas say that Yidas says in Zayin the Sinim was not Zayin the Sinim. We don't need his will. When we bow that the Sinim alin is not a Chetzin is the Kipulos Ayad, since the actual giving is just a very external action of the hand. When the Nefesh from the Yid 
it can't take in the Rasiyah. We do not see the soul of the Yid at all in the giving because he doesn't want to give it. He doesn't even say, after being a pressure to do so. How comes Moshe's question? How could this atone for his soul? There's none of his effort in it. There's none of his terms on it. He's not involved in this. That was Moshe's question. Even after telling Moshe so I understand when it comes to the Beis Amikdash, when it comes to Karbanis, person, there's a Ratzin of the person. The Ratzin means there's a Kayach of the person there, the person's involved, and therefore it, it, it generates what it has to generate. But when it comes to Machza Shekel, there's no, there, there's no Ratzin. If there's no Ratzin, there's no Kayachan. And therefore, Moshe, the Abishter showed Moshe, that weighed a half a shekel. And this is a very important detail. Where did the coin come from? It came from under the holy throne, the Kisei, covered of the Abishter. And that will answer Moshe's question that even a person who doesn't want to give Machsa shekel could still find Kaifer Nafshay in the giving of the Machsa shekel. As we will continue to explain. Yud. So let's keep on going here. Because we're on a, we're on a roll now. We asked the question. How does the Medbeya Shalesh. Answer Moshe's question. Of how do you do Kefir Nafshay. And to, to get there. We introduced the fact that the Avister gave an Eish. A Medbeya Shalesh. With a Mishkala with weight. Of a half a shekel. And we asked how do those two things go together? We now explained that Moshe was wondering by the Machtas HaShekel. Since there's no Ratzon of the person, there's no Koyach of the person, how does that create Koyfer Nafshoi? How can you say that it's Lefi Koychon if there's no Machtas, if there's no Koychon, if there's no uh, uh, will and therefore input, involvement of the person? And we explained that in the Matbeya Shalesh that comes from under the Kisya covered, we're going to get the answer to that question. Yud, the Tampani, we have them, the deeper reason. That the Machsa Shekel is no din, that you have to pressure the person until he says, I want. Especially according to what we said earlier, that the Machsa Shekel is like a carbon, and by a carbon we do say, so why do we not do that? Because the Machsa Shekel is coming to atone for the Chet HaEgel. Which the Chet HaEgel affected the very essence of the Yid. It tore them away also on the level of the depth of their soul. It doesn't help. In the previous column we said that what happens is since in the depth of his soul he wants to do the mitzvah, so when you pressure him to say, it's actually reflective of what he wants in the depth of his soul. But a yid that's coming from a place of which killed the, uh, the depth of the soul, even on the level of the depth of the soul, he doesn't want... Or at least, if he, if he wants, it can't come out in the open. So therefore, there's no din it won't help. Saying Reitzani is not going to help. Because he's in a place where the, the, the Pneumius and the Shama is dead. I mean, 
And therefore, the Abishta showed Moshe Rabbeinu a coin of fire. Which the Abishta removed from the Kisya Kaved. Tell Moshe that way you're talking about the depth of the soul. As it is still connected to the Gulf. Then the gift, the gift, the giving of the Machsa Shekel cannot, cannot come from the input of the Yid. But when it comes to the Etzem Aneshama, which is higher than Pnimiyas Aneshama, the Pnimiyas Aneshama is still related to the Guf. But the Etzem Aneshama is removed from the Guf. It's totally removed from the Guf. It's beyond the, the, the giluyim, the expressions of the neshama. Well, Aspiyas and neshama is the etzim from alakaychus. Oich, from zayin, atziyach itzaynis. The etzim and neshama, because it is so, so deep at the core and the very essence of the soul, therefore it is the core of every aspect of the neshama, even the very external, practical expressions of the neshama. And therefore, the etzim and neshama, on the one hand, it's removed, but on the other hand, it can impact every level of the neshama, even the lowest levels of the neshama. So, so two points he made over here. Number one, that the etzama neshama is able to reach kaifer nafshay, is able, I'll, I'll rephrase that, the etzama neshama is able to, to do something, the input of a yid is there when the etzim and neshama gets involved because the etzim and neshama, although it's removed from the sins and everything, so therefore it's not affected by the, by the person saying that he doesn't want to give, but at the same time, it's the etzim of every part of the neshama and therefore the etzim could impact even the most external, lowest level of the neshama. When dust made head of the Baruch that's when Hashem showed it to him. The Ebister revealed from above that the coin of fire comes from under the Ebister's Kisya Kavit. It comes from the fire of the Neshama. Etzem HaNeshama, which is the essence of the soul, the core of the soul. Vizi is mushus l'mayla v'tachas kiskevedeh, because also the Neshama comes from tachas kiskevedeh ha-kavad. Bidi Chazal zagin, ha-Neshama is gzurim v'tachas kiskevedeh. The Chazal tell us in the Zohar that the Neshama comes from under the kiskevedeh ha-kavad. So when the so when Moshe Rabbeinu is shown the Matbeya Shal Eish, the Ebesh is saying, look, even if a person says, I don't want to give it, which means he's so far removed that there's no Kechan Shal Yisrael. But if you reach Mitachas Kisei HaKavit, if you reach to the Esam and Neshama, which is coming from under the Kisei HaKavit, and the level of Esam and Neshama, you are able to accomplish that when he gives it, it should come Mitzad Kechai, even while he's kicking and screaming, saying, I don't want to give it. Now we understand the nest Mitach Nes, Now we understand the Nes Nes, why on the one hand there was a Matbeya Shaleish, but on the other hand, it was also a, it had Mishkala, it had weight. 
as the etzem and neshama nem durch the neshama metida ala keches. Is being shown by the Abishta, and the Abishta is revealing that the Etzlam and Neshama is so impactful to the Neshama that it even affects the weight. It even affects the most external, tangible, physical, if such a thing is possible, element of the Neshama. It says that the Madbeya Shaleish. Etzim and Neshama is not the basund zach when the keichel was ein and doing the nesin the gashmis. The matbeah shaleish, which means the etzim and Neshama, is not something separate from the faculties that are in that are being used in the physical giving. No, the matbeah shaleish gufa is mishkalam achsa shekel. The matbeah shaleish, the coin of fire, is as a weight. It weighs a half a shekel. Ukinala, the etzim and Neshama is the etzim and alakeichel like we heard before. The etzim and Neshama is actually the core of all the keichels, even the gashmis. Underfar, let's do one more paragraph and then we'll summarize. A filu when the nisina for naidin is under amida for naitzani. Even when the yid says is saying I don't, it doesn't say I want to give. Since the nefer from mishkal, it's weighing upon him. And the sinne gasmis mechumris on rasn v'chayis, he's giving something without any passion or desire. Since mishkal, it's weight as vect on shlept lamata, it weighs him down. Umedarfa ben tirchon afilu kfiya, and you have to work hard and sometimes even coercion to give it. Is aber der emes lamite. And this is the accomplishment of Machsa Shekel that is the very truth as by Eden is that when the Yid gives it, even that giving, the giving that is kicking and screaming and saying, I don't want to do this, nevertheless, it still originates from the fire of the Neshama as the Amiti Supnimius from Zain Keach Asiya. The Anesina is the Isgalos from Tachas Kisik Vedev as Matbeya Shalish That when the person gives it, the very truth. The, the 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 definition of the uh, of what he's doing is the revelation of the fire of the neshama, the fiery coin that is coming from under kisei covet. So in other words, what the Abishter was telling Moshe Rabbeinu is like this: the Abishter is telling Moshe Rabbeinu is that even a yid, Moshe said, "How can you be okay for nafshay? You need to have koychan. You need to have a yid has to be there. He has to be involved. He has to do something." So the Abishter says, "Look at this matveya shalish." Don't look at what the Yid is saying, I don't want to give it. Look at the etzim neshama. Look at the fire of the neshama, where the neshama comes from. On that level, on that level, the Abishter reveals that that level has weight. That level has the ability to impact even the physical gifts. When the Yid is giving something, even though he doesn't want to give it, it's still considered Kaychan Shal Yisrael, and therefore it could be Kaychan Nafshay. And if you notice, there was a double entendre here to the word mishkala. That on the one hand, mishkala was the gashmius of the, the of the person, the kayach asiya. And on the other hand, even when it's in the oifin of mishkal, when it's a, a, when it's it's weighing on him, he doesn't want to give it. It's still a gift. So we've answered the, the, the why the Abishar made a nes b'techines and gave the eish showed the matbeya shel eish with mishkala ma'achtis hashekel. Because it wants to show, the, it wanted to show Meshe Rabbeinu that the etzem and neshama is one with the external uh, expressions of the neshama, and therefore everything that the person does is the etzem koychan shal Yisrael and could accomplish koyfer nafshi. We now understand how a machza shekel is could do a koyfer nafshi because because it's coming from the etzem and neshama. 
Al now. And based on this, is not is verstandig the shaykhs between the two in Yonama now. Now, if you remember, we started at the beginning of the Sikha, that there was two Indian in Yonama Achsa Shekel. There was Zayyitnu, which was the Chefza, the Matbeya Shalish, the, the Matbeya of Machsa Shekel, and there was the, the Kaifer Nafsay, the fact that it is a Kapodim. Now we're going to bring those two things together. The Din Vinosnu is Kaifer Nafsay, the Din in the Sina, this is Kaifer Nafsay, a Karban, the fact that. that, that, that it's it's a carbon. And they eat no the din mechavtze. Adas is nita gedev shavius veerech nor ametzius nor matbeya machtze shekel kesef. The fact that it's a din in the object that it has to be not something of weight. It's not about how much it weighs. It weighs even though it has to weigh. But I'm saying the 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 the, uh, the the parameter of the mitzvah is not that it should be an accumulation of things that weigh a certain amount, but it has to be an actual coin. Both of these details, the fact that it's a kapora and the fact that it has to be a matbeah, a matbeah itself, both express the same detail, the same essence. As the nesinah from machtsa shekel is from ish, the essence of the shomitachas kisikvede that the giving of the machtsa shekel is coming from the fire and essence and core of the neshama. And he's going to say it like this: because it's kaifer nafshay, meaning to say it's coming from etzma neshama. Therefore, Zayitnu, it can't be divided. Because the Yetzim HaNashama is Lamaila Meishchal, because the Yetzim HaNashama is beyond division. So he's connecting Kaifer Nafshay with Zayitnu. Because it's Kaifer Nafshay, because you're reaching the Yesh of HaNashama, the Yetzim HaNashama, therefore you can't give it in a bunch of different coins. Because it's Lamaila Meishchal, because it's Zayitnu, it has to be one item above and beyond division. Since the essence, the core of the neshama is beyond uh, div, div, being divided or, rev, or revealed or expressed or, or into, the, into different expressions, is therefore also the actual gift has to be similar to the yetzim neshama. The bas achas has to be given in one time on his chalkus without dividing it, and the amount is not a quant, a, a, one of quantity, which is being measured in weight or value, it is a one of quality and one of of the core of the neshama. My high time is the kapod of Max shekel and from and this is why the, the atonement could be an Ephen of H. This is what we, uh, we, we, we left a little bit open-ended in the end of Ois. By, by order 68, in the end of Oisayin, how taka does the H work? Uh, oh, it says, Because the, the, it's transforming the person into a new entity. Because since you're revealing the Yetzim HaNeshama here, all of his Kechis become changed to the point that he could become a brand new person. So, all of these details have now been woven together into this phenomenal idea. An idea that Moshe Rabbeinu wondered, how can a person receive kaifer nafshay from achsa shekel? It's a coin. Especially a coin that a person is being forced to give. He has no passion there. He has no desire there. He has no interest there. It's being forced upon him. And the Abishad tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you forgot one detail. You forgot the fact that a yid has an etzam anashama. Not only a pnimiyas anashama, which is affected somewhat by the guf. He has an etzam anashama. And on the level of etzam anashama, the Yid is perfect. And when a Yid gives a Machtza Shekel while kicking and screaming, 
because it's coming from the Yetzim Anashama, it's considered Kaychan Shal Yisrael. And therefore, it's Kaifer Nafshay. And therefore, it could forgive him for his, for his, for his, for his, uh, because even a chet where his etzem etzies is affected, he's dead inside, like, like, like after chet egel, because he's getting a new metzies. He's going back to his etzem and neshama, which is reproducing new kaychis, and therefore he becomes a new person. And this new person is not affected by what happened before. He becomes a new person, and, 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 and his soul is redeemed. Eishidbeis and Yudgimel are going to be the Hira Bepayel. But in order to get to the Hira, he wants to make one more Nekudah. But however, this idea that Eishidbeis just showed Meishid Abeinu, Emad Ve'eshaleish, is over Gekum and Eishnachdem. It happened, Eishnachdem Yimeishid, Nifal V'nitala Cheirev. It's only after Meishid was stunned and shocked and retreated backwards. Davke Ven Bechines Meishid, Chachma Digdushevet Nifal, only when... Only after Moshe, which is Chachmed of Dusha, becomes shocked. Not being able to comprehend, to grasp how an external physical action can actually create an atonement. This awakens Hashem that He should show, reveal, and draw down from above the Darga for Nation of Neshama, the level of the fire of the Neshama. It should come down into actual physical weight. Meaning to tell me that where does the Etzim Neshama reveal itself in the mitzvah, in the action of the mitzvah of a Yid? After Moshe comes and says, I don't get it. Now Hashem says, oh, if you're holding at that level of bittle, then I could help you. Now I could reveal the Etzim HaNeshama and show you that the Etzim HaNeshama is expressed specifically in the person's mitzvahs. This is a lesson in the Aved every year. It happened that a person doesn't feel any gishmak, any enjoyment in learning Torah doing mitzvahs. It becomes something that he does mechanically, like a robot. It becomes a yoke. And a pressure. And he has to force himself to fulfill the Abish's Ratzin. And even the forcing is not like a, 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 a servant that submits himself to his master. He's doing it because he has no choice. That when he will think about it, and, uh, and think about it on a personal level. And his Chachma, his Moshe, will, will, will get shaken up. From the fact that he doesn't have a feeling uh, uh, and a passion in serving Hashem. This awakens the, 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 the fiery coin. The Abishter shows his Moshe. He shows him the fire at Shama. When there's a and it gets brought down in the weight in Alakechas and Nevis, if you think about it and you're shaken up by it, Abishter, how is it that I feel so, I feel no passion, I feel no excitement when it comes to mitzvahs? That shock, that uh, feeling bad will awaken in the Abishter and give you, reveal to you your Etzim which will affect 
your Maisa Apoel and ultimately change you to the point that you'll get your passion back. Yud Gimel Le'idach, Hotman from them the Hira, and as well, we have a Hira and the other way as well. Shas is the Aid was Leisata Firtas, Zichnit, Azavias, Darvzich, Firna, Ben Abramit, Bianke. If he has a Yid who temporarily is not conducting himself as a child of Avram Yitzchak Biyankiv should conduct themselves. And every Yid has the obligation to bring him closer to Tere Mitzvahs. There are those that claim. What, what, what uh, 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 meaning is there to telling this Yid you have to put Tfilin on now? To say Krishna now. He's not on that level at all. He doesn't understand it and has no desire to do it. What purpose is there to force him to put on tefillin? He's only going to do it because he's a refined person. He's a well-mannered person. And he doesn't want to say no. Doing the mitzvah means nothing to him. They say that they argue the order has to be different. First, you have to clarify to him step by step, day by day. Then you have to explain it to him according to Seichel. So the people argue, what are you going to force the guy to do it for? Let Explain it to him. Give him the, the, the background and teach him. And then he'll, he'll do it on his own. And this is the era of Machsa Shekel. When a Yid does a mitzvah, even as a weight, without desire, without enjoyment. Even if he is coerced. The Ebi just shows that this is a, 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 a coin of fire. This is really truly coming from the fire, from the essence of his soul, from the core of his soul. And therefore, this is truly his desire, this is truly his will, his enjoyment. But on the contrary, when you will accomplish this, on this person to fulfill this mitzvah, even if it's just forced, since in truth this is coming from the fire of the soul, this will accomplish that it will ultimately come down into the weight. To the point that this will become his true desire. It's true enjoyment. Soft, soft. But the Mekayim's and the Mitzvah with Gantz and Berenu Fire from the Neshama. Ultimately, he is going to fulfill this Mitzvah with the entire passion and fire of the soul. And this will actually hasten the bringing of the Kabbanas, which were purchased with the Machs HaShakel in the base of Eksar Shlishi, in the third base of Eksar Shlishi, which will be built with fire. It will be made out of a wall of fire. That if we follow this Heira, then we will bring the base of Mikdash, may it be speedily in our days.